There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello everyone and welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve and tonight we'll be discussing episode 7 of season 4 of Killjoys. Man, talk about filling in some blanks. Oh my god. Really just a dump of (laughs) what really it was amazing going on and just yeah that was what an amazing episode it was i couldn't believe it and yes the fact that we're getting this backstory but kind of kind of not i mean it was like they're sprinkling it in but giving us enough to fill in huge blanks right yes and and they blended it that makes sense right yeah and they blended it with the storyline so well Yes. I couldn't, I so, can't F- do that. I had to separate them. <laughs> yeah. It, it was like, wow. Okay. So episode seven was a heck of an episode, but let's talk about ratings first. All right. Episode seven brought in a 0.09 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.378 million viewers, making it the 85th overall cable show for the day. Not great Not numbers. Not that great. But, yep. But. That's about where we've been most of the season so far is right around three to 400,000 viewers. Well, we can't just phone it in just because we know we're getting this season and next. Exactly. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, wait, no, watch it now. Yes. (laughs) This is too good. Right. All right. Episode seven. Oh, mother, where art thou? With Dov and Jack on the run, Dutch and John hunt the answer to Klein's memory clue. Dun, dun, dun. It's like, okay, I feel like I would have been a little more upset with Dob taking off. Right. Johnny seemed pretty upset. So I was, I don't say, I don't mean this the way it's going to sound, but I was happy that he was more like everybody basically in the fandom. Right. But Dutch was so calm. I'm like, why are you so calm? Right. What do you know? Yeah. Or it isn't so much what she knew. It's, I think it's the fact that when he left, it was basically him telling her she went too far and that she had been abused, that Klein had went too Mm -hmm. far with her. And I think that kind of stuck in her crawl, to say the least. And she hasn't quite gotten over that. So I think that's why she didn't react the way we were, was hoping she would and be more like Johnny. Okay. I don't know. I was upset, but yeah, I understand. All right. Why don't you take us to the past? All right. 250 years ago. That's quite a flashback. Yeah. And we get to see Klein Kenrit's relation with his ex-wife, who looks similar to the person that Dutch thought was the assassin in her memories. Right. Not quite, but close. Similar. 
I think it was the hair. Yeah. That's why she, because we know it's her. Right. And yeah, this is definitely uh, Yelena, who is the queen of Koresh. And we see her coming to Arkin to find him and to see Anila again. Funny the way they're guards. <laughs> she comes in with six and he has two. Right. <laughs> it's like, fine. You guys aren't going to be able to handle this. But fortunately, they nod each other, <laughs> their guards off. And we see a very damaged Anila. Oh, yes. Going through a body. Yeah, it's like, what are you looking for? Right. Like she's digging for gold in there. Yeah, exactly. And she looks up and sees her mom. And you see... A child show up in Anila, even though she's grown up, the child comes back and it's, oh, mom, thank God you're here. And she runs up all bloodied and gives her this great big hug. Right. And, yeah, because I knew you'd come. Okay. Yeah, and how does all that not transfer to the, the other's clothing? I'm just wondering. Right. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah. Because when we see Klein explaining that Anila has been in Affected by an alien parasite, and that she's hearing voices that she calls the lady. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. No big deal. Yeah. Sure, it'll be fine. Nothing weird will come of that. No. <laughs> now, of course, Yelena makes it clear that Klein is not going anywhere with their daughter, or she will pull the whole weight of her fleet to get her way. Yeah, they're just going to open fire on you. Okay. Yeah. Yes, I do have to pay attention. And we do kind of find out that, yes, apparently the Yardines were the 10th family at one point, or the Kenrits. I'm not, I don't know if Yelena took his last name or kept her own last name. Yeah, you would it think was that so it would confusing. have to be the Kenrits were the 10th, and because he and her split, that that's why they became nine again, or why they became nine. I don't know. <laughs> don't, it's dizzying logic. Yes, it is. <laughs> now, of course, Yelena sees Klein more clearly than he believes, as he's trying to hide things from her, but it only ends up causing more problems in the end. Big surprise. Yeah, because Yelena realizes there was something wrong with Klein once they end up on a planet and pulls a gun out and shoots him. Right, because she's like, I'm out of breath, you're not. Something's not right with you. Yeah. Okay. That's where you're going to shoot him? Yeah. And of course, after she comes to, Klein tries to tell her that she fainted and <laughs> Yelena's not having any part of it. And oh that's gosh, what it I, was funny. Yeah. I enjoyed Yelena. I mean, because she knew Klein inside and out and knew every little trick of his. Right. It was so awesome to see somebody be able to put Klein in his place. And she informs him that she knew he was different because he didn't hold her hand after she saw the blood-soaked Anila. And that there's a coldness to him that wasn't there before. So yeah, he's hulling too. Yep. So Klein shows her the green plasma pool that he believes was the first to be connected to. Huh. Okay. Because of the frequencies. Right. Yes. And he knows that the lady wants out, and he has a plan to poison the pool, which will kill the lady and every person connected to her and the pool, which, of course, includes him and Anila. And but we say, wow, Klein could have ended this 200 years before. 
Yeah, before anything really started. Right. You go, wow, okay. But of course, Yanila talks him out of it. She wants him to find another way that didn't mean killing her family and losing them again. Obviously, she was unaware of how bad it was. Well, otherwise, it was going she would to be. Yeah, because otherwise, I think she would have just been like, okay, do it. Yeah. Yeah. If she would have been able to see 250 years into the future and see what was going on, yeah, I think she would have made the decision to do it now. Exactly. Even though, yeah, it would have cost her, her ex husband and daughter. No, you have no other choice. But in the future, basically, we'll jump ahead when, because this does end up kind of running parallel at some point, Dutch goes and she's there. She's just like, I'll just use the poison and kill the lady myself. Well, obviously, that's not going to happen because you kind of missed your chance at this point. Right. So we have what happened in the past, and we see that there is this huge love between Klein and which is weird because Klein yeah. <laughs> doesn't seem to love anybody. Right. And right. we kind of get a little bit of information about that too, is just from hearing what Yelena is saying to him that, yes, apparently before he became Hulan, he was a very loving and caring husband. And even yeah. as Hulan, his feelings for her are echoes which are stronger than most people's love for each other. Exactly. It was so weird. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't picture Klein as being that romantic type. <laughs> right. Because not not with what we've seen. No. He's a cold-blooded killer. Well, we jump into our future, which is the present with Dutch and Johnny, which is weird. Now I'm going to confuse myself. But anyway, <laughs> we have Johnny deciding that he will stick with Dutch because after all the Back and forth and semi-bickering about Dav. Dutch is like, we still have to take care of this because the lady's still coming. Right. So, okay. Johnny's like, let's go to the Pulsar. We're, you're right. And as he leaves to give Lucy the coordinates, she gets one of her bloody noses again. And she's just like, hang on, Anila. Oh, right. Oh, my God. And you wonder if how she feels in that moment changes at all. At the end of the episode, now that she has the weapon, will she go to the nth degree to try to save, quote, her mother? Or will she finally get to the point where, no, I've got to let her go and and do this? Yeah, that's kind of interesting. And I wonder what's going to happen. Yeah, that will be an interesting uh, decision that she may be faced with in the future. Well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. But... We're not quite there yet. No. So let's jump back to coming up to the Pulsar location, but nothing's there. And then suddenly they're getting pulled into something. It's like, wait a second, what's happening? Oh no, it's a black hole. What? And Lucy was just like, oh, if I can't get out of here, you will soon just be stream energy streams. It's like, thanks, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah. So. They have this kind of moment where Johnny's like, all right, well, at least we're going to die together, right? In a black hole that's appropriately badass. So let's leave a message for Dov, like, not to chase us. Right. And I'm thinking, there's no way they're going out this way. No. <laughs> right? There's, yeah. there's not. No, this is <laughs> not happening the way we think it's going right now. Agreed. Right. 
And then the message that Johnny's leaving for Dav, I'm like, oh my God. Again, twist the knife. Because we get, don't follow us. This is a black hole. This is bad. And I love you. But when he said that and he's looking right at Dutch, I'm like, oh, what if he's telling her I love you? <laughs> right? Like, did you feel, I kind of felt like that. Yeah. And yeah, I think before, he was telling both of them. Oh. Before Dutch could say anything, all of a sudden it's like, we've landed. Wait, what? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> what happened to the uh, event horizon of a black hole? Right. Apparently it was fake. It was to hide the pulsar, which was in fact hiding a planet, which that was weird. It's like, what? There's a planet behind the pulsar behind the black hole. Okay. Right. This Obviously be... somebody, I say somebody does not want this to be found. Right. And who's been the best at making sure things don't get found? Klein. Yep. So of course Dutch is going to go out there first and ah, I'm sure this can only end well. <laughs> because suddenly she finds an ancient gun, which we've seen in the flashback. Right, that Yelena uses to shoot Klein with. Oh, great. And suddenly there's a bunch of guards who had that symbol on their neck and pointy glowing sticks. Right. Well, this will be great. Yeah. And then we're like, okay, Johnny's going to be able to do something, right? This will help. Turns around, Johnny has one right in his face as well. Right. Because somebody got on the ship. Lucy. What the hell? Yeah. What's up, dude? You need to announce when anything comes aboard or departs. Right? Jeez. And I loved it because Johnny's like, how are we playing this? And suddenly we get, I'm Yelena Yardine. I was sent here by, by Klein. What? Oh, follow me. Huh? Yeah. I was a little confused. And then Johnny's like, okay, wait, I got this. I got this. Hey, man, we're Killjoys. And the guy's just looking at him like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I don't care. I'm going to love to skewer you. <laughs> Especially because he's seen the other guys. Right. I don't know. What was it? His weapon? Probably. Because he's like, that yeah. belonged to a friend of mine. Right. Where did you get it? It's like, uh-oh. Yeah. Johnny's in so much trouble. Yes. And he picks Johnny up by one hand and he's just choking him out. And it's like, oh, this is not going to end well. No. And he had this back and forth with Johnny and Lucy. Lucy's like, do you need my help? He's like, no, I got it. I got it. And she's like, do you still have it, John? <laughs> oh, my God. I loved it because she was so cheeky. Oh, This yeah. whole episode. And at some point, he addresses that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. They just totally turned up her snark factor. It was oh, great. Yeah. And, of course, she ends up electrifying the floor. Because of his mag boots, which, of course, knocks out the guard and saves Johnny. Thankfully, she's on the ball. Yeah. And further in the planet, wherever they are, Dutch is led down some tunnels. And I love her play-by-play. Right. I don't know. I'm in the tunnels. There's a bunch of weird stuff on the walls. Thanks. That's totally a great you know, way to explain where you are. Yeah. <laughs> this is not great. Like, okay, old crushy hangings, cryopod. Crap, I'm being locked in this room. Right. Yeah. I kind of seen that coming, though. Yeah. When the guards stopped and they end up finally telling her, you have to go on by yourself, you knew that she probably was going to get into some place where she wasn't going to be able to get out. Yeah. I'm thinking, okay, is there going to be a whole lot of green goo? What's happening? Right. Whole different story, cryopod. Yeah. 
And, and suddenly <laughs> it opens and out pops Yelena and you go, oh, fine. You sly dog, you. You really did plan this out for 250 plus years. Right? That's crazy. That's talking about a long con right there. Oh, no joke. But how the hell did the cryopod just open and she's just suddenly standing there? What? Yeah. What, are you really just taking a nap? (laughs) I don't get it. (laughs) No, I think the room actually probably sensed another being in the room, so it activated the cryopod and woke her up. Well, she does seem to to wonder why the heck she Dutch talks like Klein. (laughs) Yeah, once she realizes that she's really not Anila. Right, because at first she thinks she is, and then she's like, hold up, what's not right here? Yeah. <laughs> but she doesn't push as to why she looks like Anila. No, not I really. I feel like she should have. Yeah, you would think she would have been a whole lot more questioning how somebody that looks like her daughter's there without knowing why she needed to be there. Right. Well, Klein. I, I feel like all you had to say was, well, Klein, Klein. sent me yeah. here, <laughs> and that would explain everything. Yeah. But Yelena does show Dutch the plasma pool. And it's like, but I don't understand because it's solid. This doesn't make sense. And she, Dutch has to give her a little lesson. Well, yeah, it's solid because that's what Anila did when she got me out of the green. Right. It's not dead. It's not frozen. The lady's still there and she still wants out. Yeah. And Yelena decides to explain some stuff. So flashback. Thank you. Appreciate it. Right. But then we come back and Dutch is in the cryopod. All she did was like touch her face. So like she had something on her hands, I guess. Knocks her butt out. Yeah. Pretty impressive. That's another Klein trick. Yeah. And when when she kind of wakes up, which I'm assuming it's just been a few moments. Right. Yeah. I don't think it's been hours. Right. She starts talking crap to herself, basically. Like I'm stuck in this stupid cryopod. What's happening? I fell for it, and then suddenly she manages to hit it just right, and it opens. Obviously, that's a crappy cryopod. Well, Yelena may not have remembered how to actually operate it, because Klein probably put her in there. Mm, that's possible. Yeah. So. Oh, but Dutch goes back to the pond, the green pond. Yeah. Because I guess she just assumed Yelena would be there. And sure enough, she was. Yes. And... I love it because the first thing she does is not explain everything that's going on. She's just like, what is Anila to you? Right. Ugh. Well, <laughs> it is kind of hard to explain. Just a little bit. You could have called her mom or <laughs> she created me. We're so family. She just, yeah. Just this vague response. So, well, apparently that worked for her. Cause she's like, just like you are. And then we at least get some more information. Because this is when we find out about the poison for the the lady. Right. And Dutch is like, you have to give it to me because I need to do this. I need to end this. But obviously, it's not going to work in this frozen pond. No. So why waste it here? Right. But what she says that I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. And she's like, if you can't, you need to do something for me. Promise that you'll do what I couldn't. If you can't save Anila, end her. Right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, at this point, I kind of feel like Anila might be doing that herself. Yeah. She might take herself out if there's no way to save everyone. Right. 
which I can only imagine what that's going to do to Delsea. Yeah, but not 100% sure that's going to happen. I think we have to wait and see. Yeah. So, of course, Dutch makes it back to Lucy and John, and fortunately, their window is still just open, so they get the hello out of there. Yeah, it's good. But I kind of feel like if it was iffy, Yelena would have been like, hey, go turn that off. Go yeah. turn off the black hole so we, they can get out. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I, I feel like there's a whole lot. Obviously, we don't know. But I don't know if Dutch is going to be able to do this now. Right. And why didn't Yelena push more? Yeah. I don't know. But she said, Klein will come back to me. He always does. So maybe somehow she is a little hollin and... Klein's talking to her in the memories. Who knows? Yeah. No telling. And she may know Klein well enough to actually see what he might have planned mm. all along. And so this was easier for her to accept that, yes, this could be all of Klein's long con. Crazy. Yeah. Let's go to the Yamada. All right. Pre arrives just in time to save his Gare Bear from a beating in a cell over boots. <laughs> oh my God, this was hilarious. Yes. Because, of course, Garrett's like, yeah, that is not going to happen. And all of a sudden, he's laughing when Pre comes in and the guys are like, what are you laughing at? Like, he's taking out his earrings. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody knows, if you're taking out your earrings, it's going to be a beatdown. <laughs> Obviously, these guys have not been in that many fights. No, they're just old timers from Westerly that yep. got forgotten. And of course, we see Turin and Weege watching the beatdown through a pair of contacts in Pree's eyes. Uh, that was hilarious, though. <laughs> because they can also communicate, but only as long as he's wearing the contact. Right. And of course, <laughs> after Pree's beatdown... It's time to catch up with Gare Bear, so some passionate kissing before Turin finally opens his mouth and says, enough with that. Like, uh, hey guys, we're out of time. Time's got to look at me. Move along. <laughs> I love it, because Priest's like, alright, Turin, and Gare's like, what are you talking about? Oh, Turin's in my head. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my mom's in mine. No, <laughs> no, honey, that's not what I mean. Right. <laughs> we'll tell, talk about it later. Yeah, but whatever's been going on with Garrett, he doesn't remember the entire time of his time on the rack, but feels like he just got there. So, hmm. What right, are that kind of had me worried. When he's like, yes. I got here like 10 minutes ago. It's like, oh. No, you've been here five days, darling. Huh? Yeah, it's like, uh-oh. Yeah. So, of course, Turin tells them what the plan is, that they need to get to engineering to... Get the security cams back up and running so they can keep an eye on what the Hulan are doing in the rack. So, of course. And it's great because they're able to do that. But Garrett's like, we can't leave the kids. Right. And we still don't know what they want with the kids. Yeah. I'm not feeling very good about this. No. And, of course, Pre knows what Garrett's feeling. But he also knows it's two of them against a whole lot of hooligans. A whole shipload of them. So, <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, we're not going to die here. We will come back and get the kids when the odds are at least even. Okay? Right. We will bring an army. Yes. 
And right when maybe they'll be able to get out of there. Not so much. Yeah. Alarms Alarm. start going <laughs> off. That's never good. No. So Turin starts to head out while Weege is following him, asking him, what the hell does he think he's doing? Oh, God, this is so funny because yes. <laughs> he's like, they're my guys. He's like, they're two. No, you don't understand. They're my guys. They're my guys. You own them. No. <laughs> so what is love? No. Stop. We'll have human <laughs> course later. And just when you think it's going to go all awry, because turns like, I'm going, I'll figure it out on the way. Weege knocks him out. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? But surprisingly, Weech had a better idea than Turin. Yeah, because he shows up and <laughs> finds Pri and Garen and goes, you my guys. <laughs> oh, my God. This was so funny. I'm with Turin. Like, we're going to believe that. Yeah. And it's not until he, like, he swears, like, God damn it. Oh, he is Turin. a Turin. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yes. And then all of a sudden, we have Holland about to shoot, and he grabs him and because he's still Holland, so he's at least a, a human shield. Yeah. Much like they used Fancy for way back. Yep. And then takes him out, and off they're gone. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's his turn, guys. And yeah, and then we get, you're my guys. <laughs> I loved it, because Pre just looked like, oh, this is so weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen shit, and this is weird. Yeah. So they get back to the Amada, and apparently Zeph has made it back there as well. Of course, Pre asks about Pip, and Zeph just tells him he's got a headache. Well, I would too with the giant spider in my head. head yeah. <laughs> and as they're looking at the security feed, they see a guy being hung upside down. Yes, being bled for the green. Yeah. Great. The lady does have a non frozen pool now. Yes. She does. So, this is not good. But knowing this, now we know where Dutch has to go, which is really bad. Yeah, because as Johnny and Dutch are heading back, they find out that their message was received, but not by Davin, by a Blackroot ship. It was apparently tailing them. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So obviously this means we are headed to Tellin. Yep. Which, I don't know. I mean, Dav's going there because that's where they grew up. Right. So, I guess what better place to hide than back home? Of course. But that's the first place anybody looks for you. Exactly. <laughs> so, ah, uh, this is going to be bad and good. I don't know. Yeah. I have a feeling Jack is going to play a major role in this upcoming episode. I agree. So, I guess we're just going to roll with the... The punches and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> and hope we don't get punched. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Hey, Steve, did we get any feedback on this crazy Killjoys episode? Oh, absolutely we did. Once again, Fred from the Netherlands has not let us down yet and provided us some feedback. So let's take a listen. Hello, Fangirl Zone podcasters. This is Fred from the Netherlands with some feedback for Killjoys Season 4, Episode 7. This is the 30th of September, and I've finished watching the whole season, but we'll try to keep this spoiler free. Fortunately, I also gave some feedback for another Killjoys podcast, so I can go back to my feedback for that podcast and really getting into my own spirit of not knowing what is coming ahead. 
Getting into my own spirit. Well, that must sound weird. Okay, what did I like about episode 7? 1. We uh, finally got some answers about client's background. The 10th family and Yelena, his wife and also Anila's mother and indirect also Dutch's mother. About these royal crashy families, I think the 10th family is the Yardeen family and not the Ken Ridd family. If you go back to season 2 episode 10, where Team Awesome Force is visiting the so-called archive, the whole team comes in and Klein addresses the director of the archive. May I present Yalena Yardeen of the family Yardeen? And then the director says, Ah, the Yardeens, a noble family fallen on hard times. Another indication for this is in season 3, episode 7. In that episode, Anila takes a Dutch out of the green. The child is then talking later to Klein. And Klein says, and he gives her her name, You are Yelena of the family Yardin. And then the child says, The others say it's a shameful name. Klein answers, Perhaps you can change that and restore the Yardini honor. Okay, what did I like more? That we uh, now know where Dutch has her bad assiness from, both her parents. Yelena to Klein, And if you try to leave the quad without me, my love, Every crashy ship within firing range will turn you into dust. Or another one. Nice is for nursemaids, darling. I'm a goddamn queen. I think she's really a bit like Delcea Kendry in her attitude. Actually, see, we see that in all those head women of the crashy families. Another example is Potter's mother, Adeline Sea Sims. Another quote from Yelena to Klein. Fainting is for the week. I took a very sudden nap. What I also liked was Turin, who had several of the best quotes, such as when Turin uh, is saying to Garrett and Pri, who are kissing after Pri uh, has saved Garrett, You dolphins, coming up for air anytime soon? For a while I was thinking Yelena was the lady. Fortunately, Dutch explained. I take it you're not Han. What is with the cryopod? And then it became clear. So, we have some very clear new adventures. For the next episodes, getting Devon and, and Jack, and getting the wreck ship. Last quote from Dutch. And now I'm stuck in a cryopod. Because, because, clients sent me here. Because Devon abandoned us. And because I let a 200-year-old lady knock me out. And because I keep taking everyone's shit. And I'm sick of it. That was all. Greetings. All the best, Fred, from the Netherlands. Yeah, it was great to get some backstory at least some with uh klein and his wife and yes they actually were the 10th family yeah finally getting some i mean four seasons in before we find anything out jeez <laughs> yeah absolutely dutch getting her badassness yeah i think both parents because i don't see her mom or her grandmother okay this is gonna get weird Right, yeah. Actually, if you want to think of it, it's probably her grandmother. Yeah, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> yeah, she's family. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Even Dutch didn't want to explain it. Yeah, I might need a flowchart for that one. <laughs> and I don't know, with Delceo's attitude being the same, I don't know if that's just royalty or if it's specific to Qureshi families. I'm just thinking it's the royalty. Oh, yeah. They're very... <laughs> prim, proper, and 
Snoot. snotty. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Very royal-ish. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... It's Del Saya. That's just all there is. <laughs> and yeah, Turin did have some great quotes in this episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dolphins coming up for air anytime soon. Well, it's better than just him swearing, I guess. Although that's how we found out that he's this guy. But right. I think we were both on board in the beginning thinking that Yelena was the lady as well. Because right. we didn't have a clue. Yeah. But it yeah, that, until almost the very end of the episode, that kind of figured no, she really wasn't. If she basically gives Dutch the the spore to kill it, and then yes, new adventures. So mostly, I just want everybody back together because I think they work better together than separate. Oh, absolutely, and you know, Dav and Jack are going to find trouble some way. It just follows the Jacobis wherever they go. <laughs> yeah yeah i think you're completely right with that <laughs> so once again fred we really appreciate the feedback some great points and can't wait to get your next one thanks fred so what did you guys think about the episode shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com you can shoot us a message on youtube and twitter and facebook and every place you can find us Just look at www.fangirlzone.com on our contact page and you can tell us what you think about everything and while you're at it if you can rate and review us on itunes and every other platform you find us on because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us tell your friends and we do hope you're enjoying the podcast this was crazy ride this episode so all i'm going to say is for this episode of sci-fi talk i'm sean fangirls and i'm steve you have no idea how much shit you're in but it's a lot and until next time